truck and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome back. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let'sTruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking, and today is the Power Hour. I said welcome back because I just got done doing two hours as a guest on freewheeling, so it feels like I've been on the air for two hours. We're just getting started here tonight. The guys from Pittsburgh Power are here. We've got Bruce and Ethan and John. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about everything maintenance. Engines, performance, fuel mileage, modifications, upgrades, tuning, emissions, new technology, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. Bruce, John, Ethan, welcome back. Well, thank you for having us, Kevin. As always, it's our pleasure. Great to be here, Kevin. All right. Good to be here, Kevin. Great to have you guys. So I have been eyebrow deep in IRS tax code with this new tax law, and it's just wreaking havoc in the industry. Everybody's confused about it. So I'm actually writing an e-book to try to get the, the right information out. So I have not spent any time whatsoever on technology and engines this week. So I've got nothing. You guys better have something good. Oh, we do. <laughs> Did you get those emails I sent you on those used trucks that we have the opportunity to sell? I did. Those are beautiful. Well, Very well maintained. Extremely well maintained because they came from a fleet that makes money. They mostly haul pretzels, so the loads are light. Uh, I've known the uh, the fleet since the early 80s. They were the first fleet I ever met that had a heated floor in their garage, and that's why my floor is heated. We used to race trucks together. They always sat on the pole. We sat in number two, so our truck was right beside them. And uh, I'm very good friends with one of the owners. It's two brothers and a cousin. The trucks want for nothing. They have APUs. They have refrigerators. They're all dark blue, soft silver interior. Everything works. The tires are good. 24.5 low pro with 355 rears. It's an owner-operator spec truck, except it has the 10-speed. And the uh, they did that because of drivers. But other than that, these are straight-up trucks. We're bringing them in one at a time. There's 20 of the 2012s and about seven of the 2014s. They're all in that five, six hundred thousand mile range. Uh, we're going to be installing the Dorothy, doing the emissions tune-up, the ECM and turbo programming, the damper and the balancer, and we'll have all the maintenance records per each truck. And the price for the 2012s is uh oh where'd my price sheet go here it is fifty two thousand and sixty three thousand for the 2014s the interior is in excellent shape they've never been filthy dirty they've never been tore up and i've known the service manager for 41 years there you go so just to so, th- these are great trucks i saw them specs are good 
very well maintained. So these are, and having you guys go through them and do all those, excellent value here. Just to add to that, Bruce, the first official load I ever pulled as a truck driver was pretzels to Hanover, Snyder's of Hanover. Is that right? Yeah. How much did it weigh? Oh, I have no idea. That was so long ago. And I was so nervous. I <laughs> not, who, not a whole lot of weight, is it? No, it wasn't much weight at all. But, uh, yeah, I made the mistake. I learned quickly that uh, you don't try taking shortcuts in Pennsylvania just because you can see it on the map doesn't mean it's a good place for a truck to be. Now, eastern Tennessee would be the same way. Yeah. Yeah. That West Virginia, I've had some exciting times in West Virginia, too. Yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah. That's why there's interstates. My my brother (laughs) was loaded in his Mormon in uh, Mississippi, and the guy said, come on, I'll show you a shortcut across the state. And not and stay off the interstate. And he hit a deer. <laughs> yeah. So we had to put a new grill in it and a bumper. And he said, well, that's the last time I take those shortcuts. Yes. <laughs> yes, they can get interesting. All right. All right. We had a couple other little things. We are finding that the uh, D-Deck 4 Detroit's and a lot of the older cats these blocks are getting a lot of miles on them and when you buy a core engine you got to be careful because we're finding some blocks that are done they're completely wore out and i'm sad to say that uh, we can't resurrect some of these we do know a manufacturer in china that does make brand new cat blocks and cranks i've met with them three times uh, I'm in the process of trying to get in touch with him. I have to speak through his daughter because he doesn't speak English. And, you know, we all look down on things made in China, but I, I'll i say this, that every turbocharger part, I've been told, make is made in China, and it's shipped to the U.S., and the uh, whether it's Air Research, Hulset, or Board Warner, they assemble in the U.S., but the parts are still coming from China. Every axle in every truck is made in China, and most of the cast iron is coming out of China. Hey, so hey, hey, Bruce. That may be our answer to saving the old engines. Yeah. Hey, know, Bruce, it, that wasn't true about the axles. Remember, the pack cars' uh, axles are all built here in the States. The, well, those oh, stuff that's, saw the that's right. Up there is all built here, yeah. Yep. But, you know, three years ago, three or four years ago, Jack and I was talking to the axle manufacturers when we were doing the lift axles. And they told us they were all coming out of China, and they even showed us pictures of the plant. And the people lived right there in dormitories right beside the plant, by the way. Yeah. You you know, there's some interesting stories there, Bruce. Think back in the 60s and 70s. We used to say this stuff about Japanese products. Anything from Japan was just junk. Their their first attempt at cars Mm -hmm. over here was horrendous. Um, Even brands like Honda. That, that have such a stellar reputation today. Those things used to rust and fall apart in a couple of years back in the late 60s when we first started seeing them over here. And, and believe it or not, we were the ones that taught the Japanese how, how to improve their manufacturing process. There, there was a guy here in the States called Demings. He wrote a book about this. 
And he went out to all the big U.S. manufacturers and he said, look, I have a better process. I have a way that will revolutionize the quality of your manufacturing. And nobody in the U.S. would do it. And he took it to Japan. And it totally changed their industry. And they went from, you know, junk to you look at almost any list of the most trouble-free, highest quality cars in the top ten Eight or nine of them are usually Japanese now. And the Chinese are following suit, and so yep. are the South Koreans. They, you know, we look at Chinese products as junk, and, and they were, and a lot of them still are. But we can't sit back and think they're always going to be that way. They are making big headroads into, you know, vehicles we'll be buying here soon, probably. Right. However... You know, if we can save, if somebody has a, a good 6NZ or a 5EK or whatever and their block's bad and they can't come up with a block, this could be the answer. Yeah. However, I've got to find the business card, Kevin. You know how that can be. <laughs> well, it's hiding behind your 3,227 <laughs> Post-it notes. <laughs> now it's hiding in a whole pile of business cards that I've been right. collecting for 41 years. We, we need uh, For Christmas, I'm going to buy you a business card scanner. We could knock that out in an hour. There, there's an app for your iPhone, Bruce. There, there's a card scan, it's called. It's, a, it's an app for your iPhone that'll put it right into your contacts. Yeah. It's really cool. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. Yep. Hey, we had something else. We were looking for some remote tuners. Unfortunately, one of our, our remote tuner in Arizona just passed away this past Saturday. He was 57 years old, and the guy loved trucks. He had three or four trucks and a Harley, and um, sad to hear that he had a heart attack. And so we need a remote tuner in Arizona, and I, we need some in California. Well, we'll put the word out there. We so should be able to I find you somebody. <laughs> all right. Well, like I said, I, I've been right. buried in this tax law. The, the good news is I, I have run literally about 100 different scenarios comparing, you know, last year's tax rules to the new tax rules. 100 different scenarios in trucking. Owner-operators making 100000 making 35000 Drivers making 90000 making 40000 it doesn't matter. Everybody came out ahead. Hey, everybody I've calculated so far in trucking, which is all I care about anyway, came out ahead. So 2018 should be a great year for rates, and you should be able to get a tax break as well. So it's good news. We're going to get to a break, and we will be right back with more stuff. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford. Everybody give me just a second here.
We are having problems with our phone system, and I'm trying to get everything rebooted and restarted, but it's not cooperating. Well, I hate to do it, guys, but we might have to call it today. I can't get a response from our phone system at all. The whole thing is just locked up, won't restart, won't do anything. Tried a couple different browsers, a couple different internet connections, restarting it. Nothing is working. So, uh, Bruce, Ethan, John, can you... Uh, oh. Hold on, Bridget's going to try to screen. It seems like it's working for on her end for some reason. So let's give that a try. Um, let me tell her how we can do this. Oh, now... Looks like Bridget's having the same problem, so it, it's not on my end. It's on, on the other end where our phone system sits. All right, and it's totally locked up. I've tried everything. Uh, Bruce, John, Ethan, can you guys still hear me? We can hear you just fine, yep. Yeah. Yep. We, yep. we can't. I, I, I couldn't put you guys on hold going into the break, and I can't pick anybody else up, and I've tried everything, and nothing's responding. Uh, there just isn't a backup to this system. It's the only one like it. So uh, I'm going to have to call it, and we'll have to uh, try this again next time. So thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you back here tomorrow for Destination Health. Okay, guess that's it.